Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. This week in fictional news, Avatar 2 has gotten a new title and has dropped first footage behind closed doors. So mm-hmm. this is Avatar, the James Cameron movie, not Avatar, the last airbender, which is yeah. always confused. Unobtainium but, Avatar. <laughs> the unobtainium. But <laughs> the, the movie is called Avatar, the way of water. James Cameron really likes water. He's like his yeah. thing. He like went down in the Mariana Trench too in his little thingy, you know? Yeah. He did Titanic, the abyss. Yeah. Uh, he is so, really into water. Good, good notice. The film returns to the moon of Pandora and the Navi, but will focus on a new coastal region where original film protagonists Sully and Natiri have relocated and spent years living in peace, raising a new family. The film will feature extensive underwater photography and filming because, of course, yeah, it's yeah, James Cameron. James Cameron, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I, that's kind of cool. I like underwater stuff. What did you think about, like the first avatar movie i mean like what what are your thoughts well okay okay it's like the it's like the live laugh love poster of like science fiction movies <laughs> like it's super basic it's super basic and there's not much original in it but it's gorgeous no i mean it's basically the... fern gully yeah it's <laughs> dances yeah, with yeah, wolves like really pretty yeah it's... <laughs> exactly it's pocahontas exactly. it's basic like... as funk but it's also beautiful and I thought like yeah. pretty well done. I think it gets a really bad rap because it's oh, yeah. I mean it's it's like a it's a total like white savior like it's it there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of problems with that movie. It's, it's like so basic. There's, there's a lot of problems with that movie, but it is beautiful. It is a real I remember like um when you and cuz we saw it together. It was the first uh, movie I saw in 3D. Was that with right. you? Right. Yeah, yeah, we were together. Movie, for yeah, that. was yeah. that your first your first 3D movie too? Well, yeah, but I remember. Um, so like the house that I was living in, we didn't have nice. internet. It was like 2009, right? Mm. So like we didn't have internet because we were so poor. And I had just I just had a flip phone. I couldn't even get on the internet with that. So there was like a there was like a year long period where I was barely ever on the internet. So I didn't I hadn't even heard of Avatar, and then either you or like another one of our friends called me like right as I was getting off of work. And they were like, all right, we're going to go see Avatar in 3D. And I was just like, what? I don't even know what that is. Like, all right, let's go. So I had I had no knowledge of what it was going in. Oh. And so we like put these 3D glasses on and I was I was blown away. I, I was like, too. this is like the coolest movie I've ever seen. And then I, like, I thought this technology was going to be annoying. It's so cool. <laughs> but but then uh, like six months later, I watched it on my like dinky little like 27 inch TV and I was just like, you had this room movie's to think about other things. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this movie is kind of dumb, actually. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Like unobtainium. Oh my gosh. Come on. Come on. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Like I'll go see it in theaters. Like it's almost as if like someone lost a bet. Like the writers like were like laughing over beers one night. And they're like, what should we call this like rock substance thing? Like, here, let's let's I I bet that james cameron will totally accept if you just make it unobtainium and they're like dude that's right. never gonna he's not gonna accept it. like okay 20 bucks and i'm gonna do it if he says yes <laughs> and they pushed it through and they get a good giggle every time they watch that movie unobtainium. <laughs> and it's so wild how like the 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 main like kind of beats of that plot have been so done oh right so done. it's just so it's almost like you could just predict as you're watching it like what's gonna happen it's, next it's a tired tired plot but I mean, it's really, really cool looking. But yeah, people are like writing 
pterodactyls through awesome <laughs> forests with like waterfalls going off these like pinnacle cliffs like i'm gonna watch that yeah and i'm gonna go see the second one because even if it's bad like like on a on the kind of on kind of like a you know like an intellectual level yeah yeah like, <laughs> it's really but, deep and doesn't <laughs> whatever i mean like uh I, I get that kind of same vibe sometimes from like um even like marvel movies yeah or whatever it's like you know i'm not trying to come down on marvel movies but it's like they're not that deep not at you know? all dude. but they're really cool like their whole thing is like special effects people with powers overcoming evil and slapstick one-liners one-liners what have you been doing this week oh man this week's been great i've been relaxing and doing so much and so little all at the same time you know i always uh have a million things going on you know me and so i'm always like okay i'm gonna do this much of this thing and that this much of that thing and i did all of 10 percent of what i thought i could get done i'm just like for i'm like a evergreen optimist i think like <laughs> even now even now after i know thousands of mornings i have proved myself wrong but i'm like yeah tomorrow i'll be able to get up and be in my car five minutes later on the way to work <laughs> i know i can't but like i think it did you do um, some some reading or some... I did, yeah, yeah. I did. Did a lot you do of... anything? <laughs> Dude, I didn't do because you had you had the whole week off work, right? I did have the whole week yeah, off okay, work, cool, and I, yeah, yes, so... I did do <laughs> I did do a lot of I did a lot of like working on my side hustles and stuff. But the fun stuff was um, read a lot of Jade Legacy, cool. which we'll talk about in depth here uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I have lots to say on that. And then I also started the Poppy War, which I've been meaning to get to forever. Oh, whoa. And just like, I keep putting it off, like one, pushing it off yeah. again and again. But I finally was like, oh, what am I going to read this week? And then I picked it up. Again, I got 10% as much as I, I was like, I'm going to read it all. And I got like, you know, five or six chapters. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? I like it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot, a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to finishing it and reading it. I'm just like, you know, yeah, like Warfare. Battles. you think you're gonna finish it oh like period like ever <laughs> do i not finish books <laughs> i don't have a history of not finishing books well didn't you uh oh i feel so bad uh didn't didn't you start prior to the orange tree like no well i did but i i only started the audiobook and i hated oh. the girl's voice and oh, i have to buy okay. it so i didn't um Okay, so you haven't. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like the narrator, is that only one? Only one book I didn't finish. All of a sudden, I'm not not book finisher in your mind. No, no, no. And I'm no. far as high of it. <laughs> so sorry. No, I just started listening, and like every time like a dragon came about or it was a man talking, the female reader would be like have this like, and then the person and like had this really deep like hokey voice, and I just couldn't. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. there are male audiobook narrators that do female voices absolutely horribly. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I'll stop listening to them yeah, too. Totally. I just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah. it's it's an even playing field out there, but I just I'd need to buy the book. I liked it. It was just I couldn't take it seriously with Well, with audiobooks, like if you don't audiobook. like the narrator, there's no chance. Like you're not going to get yeah. through it. Like uh, no, I tried no. the audiobook for um the first Night Angel book, The Way of Shadows or whatever it's called, and uh, I really couldn't oh yeah uh, he's the same narrator that does um the farseer books so it's like i just don't like the way that the guy reads uh yeah. like very much so i just couldn't get through it so i totally feel you there it's like if you don't yeah. like the narrator totally i like my own narration and i'm a, there's a high bar so it's got to be a good good reader but yeah i've started the poppy war really enjoyed it um and then i watched a few movies as well there's a few mornings that i woke up and i was like i'm gonna like watch something while i eat some cereal and then i would just stay in bed for the next like 
three hours just like watching a movie <laughs> um all of them were ones that you recommended to me on previous what? minutes oh yeah so uh no i watched yeah dude i have a you have a folder in my phone a note <laughs> a note folder both for books and for movies you're wow. the only person the only one that has their own section because if someone recommends enough then they get their own section in my book note <laughs> um and you have your own section in both the book and the movies I'm honored. You should be. You're the only one. Wow. Uh, so I watched uh, this morning. I watched Snowpiercer. What? Yeah. Dude, oh my I God. liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it really good. Dumb. It's a really <laughs> dumb idea. It's like, I don't know how it became a movie, but yeah. I'm so glad it did because it's awesomely done. I just really liked it. I liked it from beginning to the end. I, I was like, how are they going to wrap this up satisfactorily? And they did. <laughs> kind of. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's kind of like a jurassic park you know life finds a way sort of theme. yeah um yeah. very good very nice. good and I'm like glad you cool, watched it cool like um allegory for statuses and classes and like totally. oh, you're from the yeah. back of the train like, yeah <laughs> the front of the train's like eating like chicken and steak and they're having like protein bars made from crickets like yeah i know the babies uh, taste the best yeah <laughs> i know the babies taste the best like whoa rough yeah that went like rough dude. way off a cliff for a second there yeah he's like and i was the man with the knife i was like oh shit wow yeah uh i like the whole one arm yeah idea yeah. in it yeah. it was like you know both a good thing that originally they were like saving people because they were all donating their arms so that the people could live to eat stuff and then also then it was kind of twisted right by the the lords of the train when you do something wrong then they would freeze your arm off for right that was a really hard scene to watch oh yeah. boy yeah tilda swinton in that movie is uh intense yeah like, super really intense. she's oh, intense so in pretty much anything she's in though. yeah yeah she plays like a really like evil marm uh the other movie that i watched was warcraft nice <laughs> <laughs> also i really loved that one Dude, nice. okay, i didn't i didn't know that it had travis uh Fimmel in it who i really like who is that he's the main guy in um vikings no, oh no, yeah i think it's Vikings, the tv show yeah uh, i watched like the first season of vikings yeah it's okay it's yeah, like it's all right. good it's enough fun. to watch not like amazing but um he's the head dude he's ragdar rathgar rifgar rugar ragnar there we go <laughs> ragnar ragnar um, yeah vikings yeah, yeah and he's got those piercing blue eyes and right. kind of that like look that kind of like hints at insanity yeah like, he just has a face that kind of toys with ins i'm insane and you're like like that's not a dude i would want to fight ever because you know he's just gonna bite your nose off or something what did you think of the warcraft movie i mean like was it oh did, did you go in with like kind of low expectations and, yeah yeah i yeah. went into it like okay we're in this for like a pretty pretty terrible representation of the warcraft universe and i really enjoyed it i thought it was really good yeah it's fun like, you know comparatively to where my expectations were at it's just I was, fun i really enjoyed just, it. yeah it was just it's fun yeah really immersive really fun uh-huh yeah i was in it from the whole time the golem they did such a cool job with like the magic and the, i only played one year worth thank god of world of warcraft right when it first came out um but it was cool like being like oh take my bird and i was like oh i've flown on those birds before my like right guy you know like that's just cool and i didn't really know any of the lore from the warcraft universe and how the orcs aren't even really from there they're like 
from a different plane of existence and they ripped open a portal and they all came over and stuff like man it was just there's obviously like a misunderstanding that i won't spoil for anyone at the end with the the main characters and stuff but so i, I think they left it open ended enough for a second one and i hope they do it i really enjoyed it yeah tell me tell me about your week um i finished a few things uh so i read cycle of the werewolf by stephen king uh because i forgot i think in our last episode you reminded oh, you me finished one I, you did yeah, it yeah yeah it's, it's a novella it was like 150 pages long but Still. i did it that was a stephen king nice book. work uh, but it's basically like a, a about a werewolf that's kind of like terrorizing this town and each chapter is um like a month out of the year hmm. and, and each chapter is accompanied by like some really good art by an artist named bernie wrightson um, so it was just this like cool collaboration between Stephen King and this really like really good author or, pff, artist, I should say. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it a lot. Crushed it in like one night. <laughs> so nice. this, month, this month I'll probably read a longer Stephen King book. Dude, but, I'm uh, so proud of you. Yeah. As you remembered <laughs> in like mid podcast, you're like, oh no. <laughs> yep. But I did it. And then um, nice work. I also read um, I read Legends and Lattes by travis baldry which was just i i put up like a really glowing review on tiktok and i'm sure people are already sick of me talking about it but it was just so cool like just like this this orc who had been kind of out oh, plundering yeah. and killing and you know just being like a mercenary for hire like you know part of like this crew of like total badasses and then she doesn't want to do it anymore and so she like goes to this fantasy city just like this this like perfect fantasy city and <laughs> and opens up a coffee shop and so like the first like third of the book is her just building it and like getting all her supplies together and meeting these different characters in the town and stuff and the, it huh. all just like comes together and orcs are like totally accepted in the city like it's um, fine for the most part yeah like there's okay. no there's no like really intense conflict like at all okay there was like a little bit you know but it's just like oh man it was just so it's just a fun crazy. little romp yeah, but it was like it it felt like really well realized, you know? It wasn't just like this throwaway kind of like what if an orc opened a coffee shop? Like I'll just kind of like, you know, vomit this out onto a word document and like that's not what it felt like. It, it it's just just a slice of life well put together fantasy book. And I want to it's just it makes me want to read all kinds of different slice of life stuff now. Wow. You know? cuz cuz a lot of stuff really is just like haven't you noticed that that um the stakes in in most of what we what we read what we watch the 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 video games we play especially like everything it's always death world right? ending death. it's always yeah. it's always the end of the world it's always death it's always like um like losing other people to mm -hmm. death and like torture and just like all this like really dark stuff and, and really I'm not hard. saying i don't like reading that stuff because i i do like reading that stuff quite a bit but it's just nice to have something that's just no one's gonna die it's a little know? lighter like yeah. yeah it's just like like the biggest problem in this book is like what's gonna happen with this coffee sh this coffee shop you know and it's <laughs> yeah. like that's awesome you know um so i'm really happy i read that uh you know jay legacy happened we'll be talking about that of course yes sir um but i also yeah i've been um yeah not not really doing much else i i started another playthrough of breath of the wild Oh, nice! <laughs> it's like, it's no really, more Tiny Tina. I'm still playing that a little bit, but it's just like it's kind of Tiny Tina is just like mindless, like Borderlands. Oh, yeah, okay, it's whatever. Yeah, um, killing people, taking their stuff. 
I should have waited till it was like thirty dollars. Like, it's not a sixty dollar <laughs> game, but it's still fun. But like, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I've been playing that and listening to audiobooks at the same time because mm-hmm. like I know like I've I've played Breath of the Wild so many times I can kind of zone out. It's like this perfect like flow state game. Totally. Um. So that's been really fun. But yeah, I mean, still watching uh, Attack on Titan. And still, I don't know. Like I'm. I know I'm gonna watch it all, but like I really do have to space those episodes out. And like I have like a pretty hardy constitution when it comes to some stuff, but like, man, like some of the ways that people die in that show, it's like so like graphic and horrific. It's not so not really graphic. Like it's not really like you're not seeing like a bunch of blood and like like innards and and things like that. But the but idea just, of it, right? Like the way that it's presented. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, and the music is, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm watching it on like, I have like a tablet and I'm watching it on that with like headphones in, in like a dark room. <laughs> it's probably like not the best way, no. uh, but like the music, like, it's so funny. Cause you know, with those episodes, um, they seem to all kind of like follow roughly the same cadence, you know, where it's like, it's like the recap and then the, uh, the banger intro music, you know? And then it's like, this kind of slow kind of like showing what's going on and like a lot of people talking and stuff. But then the last four or five minutes of the episode is just, I feel like it's just the, this crescendo of the most epic like choir and orchestra (laughs) and people are yelling and screaming. And it's just like, and then I'm like right at the point where I'm like, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. It's it's just like to be continued. And I'm just like, Oh, holy shit. You're like breathless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the same thing every time um but i i mean uh it's definitely you know for yeah i keep coming on this podcast and talking about how intense it is and stuff but it's like it it's easily one of the best shows i've ever watched you know really I mean, it's just so well done it's um and it it just keeps piling these mysteries on you know like almost at the end of every episode it's really good it's really good i don't know if i would put it in one of the best shows that i've ever watched right um but definitely like top 10 anime for sure but see that's the thing is i haven't really watched too much anime like i watched like uh one punch man was really <laughs> I good loved one punch yeah, man. That was really good and then i <laughs> so watched good. Uh, i like afro Roman samurai Rider. a lot um, oh yeah afro samurai dude i try to watch that once a year i love afro, yeah, samurai. afro samurai is really great and i am surprised every time by the the sex scene in the middle of it it's like pretty graphic yeah yeah, it is. And I forget about it every time, and then it hits me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't watch Afro Samurai like with my parents or anything. No, no, <laughs> definitely I mean? not. It'd be um, uncomfortable. But I think I might read the um the Death Note manga. In oh, a little bit. nice. Uh, I was I, just gonna ask you if you've seen that anime. Well, I watched the first couple episodes, um, and then I did the thing where I liked it a lot, and then just didn't keep doing it. <laughs> uh, but I think I want to read the manga because it's on. Uh, I have the Shonen Jump app. Which is like it's like two dollars a month for like a ton of different wow. manga, and I'm not even advertising it or anything. It's just like two bucks a month. Like I, I got I got two dollars a month for like they've got like all the Dragon Ball Z on there, One Punch Man, Death Note. Uh, I think like um, Hunter Hunter is on there. I think or no, uh, One, I loved Hunter Hunter. Like well, One Piece and Bleach are both on there. Okay, uh, I think Naruto's on there. Like it's just it's a lot, and I could be wrong about what's on there. But um, you ever seen um? My Hero Academia. No. You should watch that one. I really like that one. It's like a I'll add it to the list superhero. Of things that I will yeah. Start and not finish. It's a lot more fun and lighthearted. 
It's like a kid uh, with superhero power that goes to, like superhero school. I remember uh, I tried watching Sword Art online. Oh and, yeah, uh, something about it I just didn't. Really? I think it's it felt like uh, really slow. Hmm. Because I watched um, what's the one that I did finish? I watched uh, all of Full Metal Alchemist, but oh, apparently I watched the wrong one. You're supposed to watch Brotherhood, I guess. But oh, yeah. Brother, Brotherhood's like the good one apparently, and like the other ones like. But I liked the other. One. I think the bro- I, I think the Brotherhood good. one. My understanding, and it could be totally wrong, but my understanding was the Brotherhood is just like the abridged version. It just has like the really? filler episodes cut out. I could be I totally it was, wrong. I heard it was that. darker. Oh, like I heard it was like hmm. um, like the way it was supposed to be, or something like that. We could oh, both weird. be super talking out of our ass, but we like, totally could. I did watch the Brotherhood one though, and it was great. Maybe I'll give that a shot. I don't know. I jump around to so much different stuff. You should read Death or watch Death Note. Dude. I think it's in my top five top three probably you favorite anime. do you have a top one like your number one oh, i just favorite. didn't want to think that hard about it so I... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's probably oh man it's either do we consider avatar to be an anime um i don't know yeah okay probably like i guess i don't know i don't know either see i, I don't even know put it in the anime category but i mean i guess it is there's a lot of like... stuff like because i don't even think uh i mean it depends on who you would talk to because i don't even think afro samurai is in uh, is is considered anime? Oh, really? Because uh, I think because Afro Samurai is like Western anime, and same with Avatar: The Last Airbender. So, like, I don't know if that's like. Let's see here. I don't know. It's got to be right. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it matters where it comes from. No. Uh, like, there's like Gungam Online or whatever. It's the one that's like the second season. It's all about guns, and that's kind of a Westerny sort of feel to it um is avatar and anime oh, other people have asked by american standards the show isn't an anime since the show was produced in the united states rather than japan oh and yeah, the term so. as we know it is associated with japanese animation yeah see that's what i'm saying it's like so i think that like western stuff that looks like anime is like not considered an anime because it's not japanese animation yeah okay but i don't know if we... hmm. okay <laughs> okay yeah so i, I think the term to... as we know it is associated with japanese animation and if you're going with that definition then it would not <laughs> so, but if you ask a japanese citizen is it might be counted as an anime as much as bugs bunny does <laughs> <laughs> do <you laughs> so know, i guess uh, not do you know why um anime looks the way it does um like because it's all drawn out well it is all drawn out obviously but it's like um the you know, like why it looks all kind of like choppier than normal mm-hmm. kind of animation um it's because they use a lower frame rate um they they use like a lower amount of um drawn um frames and oh, cells uh per second because um back You're when so, detailed. so like back when um they were first starting to do that stuff like these studios like barely had any money you know, so what they would do to save on costs would be to instead of animating, like I think it's like twenty four um, uh, per second, like images per second, they would do like fourteen or something, and hmm. so that's why like a lot of anime looks kind of like a little more stilted, you know, oh. um, because those the studios just they weren't they didn't have an, enough of a budget to like make all of those cells, um, but then the style kind of just kept going, even though obviously anime is probably like a multi-billion dollar industry oh, now. sure. Like they probably have plenty of money, but it's like uh, it, to keep that kind of look that it had. Wow. You know, they like kept doing that. So that's why. Oh, interesting. Like obviously um, 
you know, a lot of the characters in, in anime seem to look fairly similar, like their eyes and um, kind of like those, like lots of like ang- angular lines mm-hmm. with different characters and stuff like that, um, which is different than like Disney, which uses a lot of like very, very curved lines. Like there's a lot of circles in Disney stuff, you know? Um, right. But like, so like that's obviously a staple of anime. But... Wow, you guys are getting two fun facts this week. That was a I good know. one. Oh my God. Yeah. That's great. Of... I think I'm right about that, by the way. Like, <laughs> like I remember, like I watched like a whole thing on it. I, you know, uh, I'm I'm liable to be wrong. But yeah, speaking of fun facts, do you have a fun fact for us this week? I do indeed. Yes. Okay. So, the first ever science fiction novel was written in second century A.D. And it's called A True Story and was written by Lucian of Semosata. And it's a satire of outlandish tales that has been reported in ancient sources, particularly those that presented fantastic or mythical events as if they were true. And it's got science fiction elements such as traveling to outer space, uh, encounters with alien life forms, uh, interplanetary warfare and imperialism, colonization of other planets, artificial atmosphere, like pretty advanced for, you know, 30 years after Jesus. <laughs> yeah, second century AD. Yeah. Wow. That's really Pretty, cool. Can, can right? you buy that in like novel form? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder was... how much of that stuff they were right about. Or like, I mean, I wonder like if it went into like specifics, you know? Yeah. You know, cause like um, Jules Verne, I think it was Jules Verne, he wrote in like 1860 or something. He predicted like the internet and fax yeah. machines and cars, like all sorts of stuff. Like, wow. Yeah, I'd be really curious because, like, obviously, you can only work with whatever context you've got. So it's mm-hmm. like, like I was just watching um, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Right? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> that movie's so good. Uh, but I, we were, you know, it showed like the cockpit when they're like kind of like docking into that um, that thing that's like hovering over the moon or whatever. Um, and in the cockpit, like it's like this is the year 2001, but it's like everything still looks like. You know, like that kind of like cigarette stained, like brownish taupe color, mm-hmm. like these like big giant buttons on the right. console and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, yeah, because, you know, back then it's like, they didn't have, they didn't know that like the inside of like a, a space shuttle cabin would like in 2001 would like look the way it does, you know, like they just kind of like modeled it after right. like what stuff looks like right now kind of yeah it is just interesting so it's like when you like with you know when someone was writing a science fiction story so long ago you know it's like maybe they're talking what they got right yeah right it's like maybe they're talking about spaceships but like maybe their idea of spaceships is like completely different than right that'd be really interesting to. i mean like when did galileo live he was like 16th century right Uh, i don't know (laughs) <laughs> pretty sure pretty sure he was like 1550s to like 1650s somewhere in there um and you know he was hung for saying that the world was round and not the center of the galaxy right. and here we got this guy like 1400 years earlier did you look up when galileo was i don't want to be 1564 you were on it Ooh, yeah. dang yeah. yeah all right galileo you'd be proud <laughs> <laughs> yeah so here we have got this guy like you know, 1400 years before that, writing a book about like settling on other planets. Like what? 
You know what's funny? It's like, wow. I, I got kind of into like ancient aliens for a little bit there. Oh, yeah, of course. Who, <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it is pretty wild, like some of the stuff yeah. that people were able to figure out like way back then. Dude, there's yeah, some like, there's some wild rabbit holes to go down a, there. Uh, there's this really cool movie called the The Secret Life of Plants, and uh, it's, it's from like the 70s. And like Stevie Wonder did the music for it. It's like a really really weird movie, um, but it's good. It's very good. But there, um, there's like this one part where they go, um, they go, they find like this indigenous tribe um, who has been performing uh, the same ceremony for like a really 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 long time and um this tribe was able to find a star like that without any advanced technology they were able to find a star out in space that you can't see with a naked eye that we would need scientific uh tools to to find like which which um like which country or which tribe was this like where were they located i can't remember um i saw this a long time ago yeah because there's a couple instances of that actually like there was i think i don't know if it's one of the structures one of the um mega megalithic structures in egypt or if it's like an aztec one but one of them is lined up with a that i was reading about recently in fact that was lined up with a star that you cannot see with the naked eye and like they shouldn't like how do they know its existence like it's nuts well and um it just like really goes to show that like uh, like Hollywood um, and and just like a lot of media that we consume, like kind of paints a picture of what life would have been like back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like this like um, unintelligent, like barbaric kind of society. And it's like, right. dude, it's gotta be like way more complicated than that. You know, like, I mean, these, there, there were people that were probably just as intelligent as us that just didn't have as much um, like scientific progress behind right. them, but they were still very, very smart you know, and smart in their own ways that were applicable to their own communities and societies, you know? So right. it's like, there's I mean, a just, lot of overlap there. Yeah. Well, and just in last, like last five years, they discovered, um, Gobekli Tepe, maybe it was more than five years ago. It was a while. Um, yeah, but, um, you know, that's has a huge megalithic structure that dates back like 12, 13,000 years. We're supposed to be hunter gatherers and it's got like stones in there that we can't lift today with yeah. cranes. And it's like, okay, in order for that level of organization to happen and that amount of people, there must have been agriculture because you need that with that amount of population density. You know, it's just like, yeah, I, I think what we <laughs> don't know is a lot. You know, it's funny because, um, like my brother has read all of, he, my brother doesn't read that much, but he has read all, all of like the, uh, the Graham Hancock stuff. No, me too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. I've read, uh, Magicians, God, Magicians of the Gods and Hands of the Magicians. Or, I don't know. I've read them all. <laughs> It was a couple it's years funny. Ago. It's hard to reconcile that kind of stuff because, like, I mean, I'm very, I'm very like, uh, like, you know, science, like, uh, scientific consensus is usually like decent enough for me for the most part. But then it's like, you have uh, these outlying people that are kind of like, no, this is, I've done research on this my entire life, and it's like this, and mm-hmm. it's like, and it's like, I feel like when you are presented with that new information, it's almost like best to, it's like, you know, look into that too. And then there's probably overlap for both of them. So right. there's like, maybe there's like, um, like pockets in scientific consensus that can be filled with some of this other information that, you know, he might be a charlatan, but maybe not. And like, maybe some of that stuff is like filling a, some of these holes, like some of these gaps in knowledge that like the scientific community has just either been unable or unwilling to kind of like, um, give any kind of audience to totally well even graham hancock he's becoming 
uh, more mainstream. Like there's a lot of things that he was being ridiculed for like early nineties that is now just like accepted as fact. It's really interesting. And like, so it's like, you've got, you know, like with this uh, novella that you're talking about um, the true story or whatever, it's like maybe back then it was just ridiculed. Everybody was like, "This is stupid." It's like, what? Well, we can't land on the moon. Yeah, this is so dumb. The moon is a person. Like, it's why made from cheese. <laughs> like, um, but it's like those ideas are so important. They drive our whole society forward. You know, Absolutely. Like, those ideas that get ridiculed and those ideas that you know people are like, that could never ever happen. Like people get so incredulous about it, and it's like, well, I mean, you know, Star Trek. They were communicating with cell phones. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. And like, look where we're at now. Here we are. Like uh, Orson Scott Card had in uh, in Ender's Game, they were like using iPads, like on the internet. You wow. Know? Like that that was like, yeah, like Ender was like playing a video game on like a tablet, you know? Wow. And that was written in like the 70s. Yeah, dude, or like, um, um, the foundation with, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, with an Asimov. A. Asimov, yeah, Isaac Asimov. Uh, you know, he's talking about like servers and space elevators and all sorts. That was 1942 yeah. or 53, somewhere, somewhere really early before you would expect that. Also, by the way, you can um, buy a true story, the English edition, on Amazon. We'll oh, put a link well, to it in the bio, like we do with all the things that we mention in our podcast. One of the really cool things that I personally like really like about science fiction and what kind of like you don't necessarily have to go into heavy detail about how literally everything works you know what i mean like in right. star wars it's like they just have hyperspace like um you know it doesn't need I mean? to be explained they're, we're gonna make the jump to hyperspace you know what i mean and it's like cool uh-huh. they're obviously bending some kind of like you know sure, space like, time yeah it's like, theoretically <laughs> that's uh maybe maybe possible maybe not possible oh, yeah no it's definitely possible but it works so well in the context of that story you know and it's like those kinds of those kinds of ideas from those really old science fiction books like foundation or like the true story. It's like the seeds of those ideas um, are the reason for the technological advances that we've been able to make. You know, it's like you don't have to have the entire idea. It's completely fleshed out for us, for another uh, person with much more like, you know, uh, savviness. I guess you could say right. to be, or, or a team of people to be able to be like, Oh, well, um, I don't know. Like if somebody, you know, somebody writes a book about a space elevator, like Asimov or whoever, and it's like, that's being talked about right now. You know, like it's, uh, physics doesn't play out so great. It's not great. Yeah. But, like, yeah. <laughs> but, but the, the cool thing is that the physics only don't play out so great until someone figures out how to make it play out. Great. You True know, that. Like the, the physics of cell phones, you know, it's just like how the hell, like in the forties, they would have been like, well, I mean, we've got these phones attached to the walls, but like, you can't pick it up and like put it in your, what, what the hell are you talking about? Like, why, (laughs) like, how would we even do that? That's impossible. Like, you know, but it only takes a few other steps technologically to get to the point where you're like, oh yeah, we can take care of that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today on the Monday Morning Minute, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us this week on your way to work or if you're just hanging out at home. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. And if you'd like to support Book Reviews Kill, there is the link to our Patreon in the description beneath this episode, as well as a link to a 30-day premium Audible subscription that comes with two free credits. 
Also, if you'd like to join the Discord, there is a link to that as well. Come in, join the conversation. We have a wonderful community in there. Hope you have an excellent rest of your day and happy reading, everybody. Bye, everybody.